Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 479, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about not performing for your audience, but instead being authentically you. I'm going to open up with a very lengthy, I guess, response or reaction to an incredible email that I received from someone who has been a part of this community for almost five years, and I had no idea until just this week. And then I'm going to have another email I want to share with you that is very similar to it. But before I read either of these emails, I feel that I would like to explain ahead of time that I'm not sharing these to pat myself on the back or to show off about, you know, the the great and wonderful things people say about me. Because quite honestly, there are plenty of emails that I get of people who tell me the things that they don't like about the things that I have done or said. And I've even shared a couple of those over the past several years. But this week's email that had come in or this particular email that I'm going to share this week is something that I feel will open up some opportunities for people to move forward where they might be paralyzed in starting their podcast. This is something that I see over and over again. People who have an idea for a podcast, but they're just not sure if people will like it. They're just not sure if if anyone will listen. They're just not sure if they can even do what all these other people talk about, which is make a difference in the world. And well, that's why I want to share this particular email. And this comes in from David Delp. And by the way, I did get permission from David to share this email with you. And he is as, he's as hopeful as I am that it will encourage others uh, by my sharing it. So here's what David wrote to me via email. He says, hey, Cliff, I've heard you say a few times on your podcast that if we've never contacted you, that we should send you an email. Well, today is that day. You've been my friend for a number of years. I started listening to every episode. It was when Michael Hyatt started his podcast and mentioned you in one of his earliest episodes. I knew that I wanted to podcast someday, so I looked you up and have been listening ever since. In 2012, I started purchasing the podcast equipment that you recommend, you know, the whole nine yards, mixer, gate, limiter, high LPR 40, And I wanted to do your podcasting A to Z course when it would fit within my schedule. I laid down a few practice podcasts and they were pretty good. I was going to launch in January of 2013. Well, in November of 2012, my wife of 30 years unexpectedly passed away. My world stopped. I was devastated. The WordPress blog that I was working on was under construction and it just stayed there. But I kept listening to you. Maybe I was trying to keep the dream alive. Maybe I just needed to hear a familiar voice. Maybe I had just been drawn to your struggles for redefinition and reaching for that next level. The last few years, you've been in redefinition mode and so have I. It's funny how you start listening to a guy to learn how to podcast and then you start going on a journey with him. In late 2014, I married a woman who had also been widowed. 
We continue to walk our journey together. I finally dusted off the equipment and set it up again. We are getting ready to launch a co-hosted podcast. It might be the first of the year before it gets uploaded, but it will be about leading, living, and loving beyond the tough stuff. It will be directed toward leaders and will be about finding joy in life. I am a leadership development director for a church denomination. I've realized that in 2012, God began to prepare my heart for a new calling and focus that has now come through much pain. I look back at the podcast I was going to do and the one that we are going to do now together, and I get the purpose of this journey. We have done some practice podcast episodes. I have Lipson all set up, but we are scared that no one will care and even more scared whether or not we'll be consistent but we are going to do it. We have to. Cliff, thanks for being one of my friends through the tough places. I don't even know why I feel that way. I guess it speaks to the power of podcasting and the power of authentically sharing your life. You've helped me. You've made a difference in my life. You don't know me, but you are my friend. Keep going, brother, David Delp. Well, there you go, my friends. Wow. I, I, I can tell you right now, these emails, an email like this, the one from David here, reminds me consistently of why it is I do what I do. It's why I get behind the microphone every single week for this show and why I've gotten behind the microphone for thousands of other podcast episodes that I've done for more than 20 other shows that I've produced. Actually, I've done a total of 30 podcasts over the years. But Why do I do what I do? It's because I want to have a powerful and positive impact in people's lives. Now, this year, earlier this year, I made a commitment. I was going to produce a brand new podcast episode every single Friday without fail, guaranteed by 5 a.m. on Friday. You would in 2016, you would have a brand new episode of this podcast. And there have been many times this year that it was Thursday evening. In fact, it's Thursday evening right now. It's 8.21 p.m. as I'm recording this. Not as late as it has been sometimes when I needed to get behind the microphone and figure out what is it I'm going to share. And I had a very dear friend of mine reach out to me after hearing one of those episodes where I apologized that, you know, I'm not as much as, as prepared as I normally would be and and I just need to get an episode for you guys, but I hope this is beneficial. I don't remember what I said, but it was something like that. And I got some loving feedback from a dear friend of mine. And she said, Cliff, I don't know that you ought to have said that. You know, you're, you might lead some people to believe that podcasting is a bit of a chore or, uh, you know, that, that this is not your, your I, I can't remember exactly how she said it, but she, she, she suggested that it might not be the best way to promote podcasting as, you know, your most passionate thing. And here's the thing, I am passionate about podcasting. This is the most effective way of me to communicate with my audience and connect with them on a deep level. Um, And I think that this email kind of exemplifies what it is about just sharing yourself authentically, you know? And in fact, when, when it comes down to it and I'm like, I just don't know what I'm gonna podcast about this week. Yeah, sometimes that is a chore. And you know what? Sometimes podcasting is not the thing you're passionate most passionate about doing right at this very moment you're for whatever reason you might be in an you know in a series of uh projects that are taking all of your mental energy and 
And by the end of the day, emotionally, you feel drained because you've put all your effort into that project that you've been working on. And I've been doing a lot of projects lately. And so, yeah, there are some times when it's like, oh, you know what? I still, I need to get that episode out. And, and it is a bit of a chore. It, it is, that is the reality of this podcasting journey. And, and I think that anybody who's listening to my voice who has a podcast knows that. And for those of you who are thinking about creating a podcast, I think that you should know that this is a bit of a chore sometimes and that it's not always easy to come up with new content. Although I know lots of ways of coming up with content, but there are still times when you're like, it'd be easier just to skip a week. And I've done that in the past, but I'm thankful that I made the commitment earlier this year that for the for all of 2016, you will not miss an episode. There will be 50, what is there, 52 weeks in a year? <laughs> there will be 52 episodes of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show in 2016, guaranteed. And because I made that commitment, I've put out a couple of episodes where I wasn't quite sure that I wanted to record. I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the mental state that I wanted to be in to project who I would like you to think that I am all of the time. And I'm, I'm going to play something for you. I, I, let me let me just share this real quick. Uh, this is from my friend Father Roderick von Hogan. He has a podcast called The Walk and. It's a podcast where he's literally out walking uh, through his city in Amersfoort in the Netherlands while he just simply talks about what's going through his mind as uh, he's recording. And so let me just play. This is a three-minute audio clip. And what he's about ready to talk about isn't him getting ready to hit record on a podcast episode. He's He is a podcaster, has been for many years. But um, he's talking about Facebook Live. But I think you'll get the hint of why I'm playing this particular clip. Here's here's what he had to say this week on his show. The other day, I was getting ready to stream another episode of Tridio Live. This is a relatively new idea, um, using Facebook to do live streaming. And I didn't feel I was ready for it. I had just come back from Rome, and I was still tired. I felt a headache coming up. I had already worked for most of the day, and so I felt tempted to to uh, call it off and to postpone it to another date. And the reasoning that I noticed, <laughs> very introspective perhaps, but I was like, so why don't you want to do this? And I, so I answered my own question by saying, well, I'm tired, I've got a headache, I am unable to perform. And that clicked I was like okay so you don't want to show your audience that you have a headache and that you're tired for some reason you feel like you have to be someone else and you currently are at this very moment well why don't you show that you have a headache and that you are tired why why do you feel that everything has to be perfect before you press stream before you press the live button why can't people just see you the way you are and that's so funny it was a liberating moment and I decided to go ahead and, and do the Tridio live I brought in uh, Dom Bettinelli who was just on his lunch break and he was sitting at his desk and we were uh, just trying something stupid <laughs> instead of doing some a very fancy technical thing to bring him in I just 
projected Skype call on one of the monitors on my disc. And I just filmed that with my phone. <laughs> Not a very elegant way to do that, but it worked. And you know what? It is that kind of improvised way to do the show that made me feel very relaxed. And we just chatted about Star Wars and about virtual languages and Klingon. And, you know, before we knew it, we'd done a, a show of 20 minutes, uh, well, actually more, even 30 minutes. It was very enjoyable. And you know what? Because I was more relaxed, the headache went away. And that taught me an important lesson. It's if I try to stay close to who I am at that very moment, and not trying to perform, but just be myself, you actually have a better show. Well, there you go. And obviously, that is the message that I'm going for. Is, you know, there are, for even me, I am tempted to always be performing in this podcast. Now, I am authentic. And when I am, when I come to you guys and I've prepared a great episode that is well thought out, well researched, um, it is like, for example, last week, I think it was it last week that I shared with you guys about my step by step um, walkthrough of my Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale and the, the automation and the tools of how I thought about everything, how I set it up. All of that stuff. I mean, that was an extremely well-produced thing uh, podcast. And in essence, I was, quote-unquote, performing for you there. I In in the pre-show, I was performing I, by, by preparing something that I felt like it will impress you. That is That was something that was going through my mind. I definitely want to impress you with how thorough I am and and how well thought out my strategy was and and I wanted you to be impressed by the tools that I used and and just the detailed structure of walking you through the process I was performing but that's still that's very authentic to who I am and 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 the thing is though I would love for you to feel that authentically I'm that well prepared and and every piece of content that I produce is well thought out, and I'm always willing to to spend several hours, and we're talking, you know, three hours as much as, you know, that much time, or even more in some cases, on the content that I'm bringing to you each and every week. And, well, the thing is, is authentically, there are times when I do that, and I'm performing well, but... <sighs> Also, authentically, there are times when, well, as much as I am into time management and priorities, there are some times when I actually put other priorities way ahead of the weekly production of the show. That's not to say that I give up on the commitment that I've made here. I, I did make that commitment. I told you guys you would have an episode every single Friday. And sometimes, unfortunately, that meant, well, I'm recording this thing less than 12 hours before it was promised. So, and I am within the 12 hour window of when this episode is promised right now. So that's authentically me. But the thing is, is there are some times where I'm like, man, what I'm going to give them this week, I just don't feel like this is a life changer. But authentically what happens is oftentimes what I'll do is I'll get behind the microphone and just tell you how my week's going or what's going on in my life. I'll give you an update on a fitness journey. I'll do, I'll do something and I'm thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, are people going to tune out? Are they going to 
stop subscribing because, you know, they're really looking for that podcasting advice and all that other stuff. And why, why am I sharing about my identity crisis and all those other things? Why, I mean, why don't I just get on, get on my game and spend hours and devote to this and, and be really strategic about everything, every topic that I cover and have it lead towards a specific outcome and, oh, there's so many other people who do this better than I do, blah, blah, blah. Is anybody going to care about what I'm saying? And you know what? And here's the thing. What I can tell you is that this episode, for a lot of people, I'm going to get emails saying, wow, thank you for episode 479. By the way, episode 478 last week about my, you know, the the strategy for Black Friday sale, the, the outline of how I did that. Um, I got some great feedback from that last week. Thank you guys very much for reaching out to me and tell me that you enjoyed that and what you enjoyed about it. But I can promise you this, just from experience, I know that this episode, which has not been as thoroughly thought out and planned, I it, you know it, it's not like I just hit the record button and I hit and then I'm ready to go without any outline. I I did take the email that David had shared with me and I put it into workflowy. I'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. Um, but, uh, and then I also outlined some of my thoughts and I probably spent a good 30 minutes sharing some of my reactions to, uh, or to, to outlining my reactions to David's email. And I'm going to share those with you in just a moment. But Everything that I'm saying right now is just ad lib off the top of my head. And I know from hearing from you guys that it's it's like, Cliff, thank you just for being you. Thank you for that. It gives me the permission to be real, to be authentic, to be genuine with my audience. And so I know that this episode is going to encourage a lot of you to be less of a on your game. I'm always perfect. I'm performing at at optimal levels at all times. And by the way, I, I think that I, I struggle by giving advice. I think you should create, can't live without content every single week. And I do believe that. I still believe that strongly. You should be creating content that your audience says, wow, I'm glad I heard that today. And that puts a little bit of pressure. That's what causes me to sometimes say, but here's what I can tell you. Here's what I can tell you. Can't live without content doesn't mean it has to be extremely well-produced, well-prepared, tips, strategies, and and as thorough as an episode 478 was last week. It doesn't have to be that every week. Sometimes can't live without content is just you being real and authentic and telling your audience um, what's going on. I think there's a difference between hitting the record button and, and just be authentic and sharing and quote unquote phoning it in. And And what's the difference? Phoning it in for me, I think, would be where I, it's where I take and I believe, I'm, I'm actually playing it off as, a, as though I'm creating can't live without well-prepared, well-thought-out you know, well and step-by-step and -step instructional content that's going to be life-changing as far as a topic and then maybe only creating just a half-hearted outline and just half-heartedly going through it and not really being thorough, not really giving all the details that I could if I would have just spent a little bit more time, but that's quote unquote phoning it in. You know, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna thoroughly cover a topic that's of great value, something where you have more to give than what you're giving, then then that that in my mind is phoning it in. But just going getting behind the microphone and sharing something that is the least 
connected to your overall topic, your area of focus and your niche and telling a story about your experience, something that you're, you know, where you are in your journey, um, I, that's not phoning it in. And, and oftentimes that can be considered can't live without content. And so here, here we have David, and, and, and I outlined, like I said, some of my thoughts and reactions to David's email. So what, what thoughts does this provoke within me? And so I'm going to share with you the outline that I have, and I created this in my system here called Workflowy. And um, the first one is, is that David has been listening to my podcast for years, and I only just learned about David for the very first time this week. I've never heard his name ever before until this week. And so the point that I want to pull out about this is as a podcaster, many of you who are podcasting, and and I get this a lot, you know, I've been podcasting for three or four months or six months and man, I just can't get any engagement from my audience at all. Well, I just want to tell you, there are people like David out there whose lives are being changed by your content. And they can actually go years, years listening to you and never once contact you. Even though they love your content and and they, they believe it's fully adding so much value to their lives, for whatever reason, David never once took the time to email me and connect with me and engage with me until about five years later. So just keep that in mind. Just because the folks out there that are downloading your content, listening to your content, just because they're not sending you emails, leaving comments on your blog post, or or following you in social media, or signing up for your newsletter, doesn't mean that they're not being positively impacted and their lives receiving so much additional value by the content you receive. All right, so be patient, continue to provide service, and occasionally ask people, say, hey, if you're out there and you haven't been, you've been listening for a while and you've never sent me a single email, please introduce yourself, Cliff at podcastanswerman.com. All right, so there you go. That that's that's the first thing that comes to mind there, and and this is in the order that I'm actually going in the order of what he wrote. So the next thing that thought that came to mind was it's interesting to learn how people find you. All right, and this is something that I'm always interested in. And so if you ever reach out to me and you want to introduce yourself to me and say, Cliff, I've been listening to you for three months. I've been listening to you for three years. I've been listening to you for the last 10 years, and I've never emailed you till now. If you're going to send me one of those emails, just know that I love to get the details about how you first heard about me. And it's just interesting for me to know. And in this case, uh, for what, what I learned is that uh, for David, it was the very first few episodes of Michael Hyatt's podcast. And I happen to know that, you know, because, I, well, I just know that they, or that Michael's podcast started in February of 2012. So I know that uh, David just learned about me, or had learned about me, not just learned about me, but learned about me almost five years ago. This coming February, it'll be five years. So um, anyway, several thousands of of people in my community have heard about me through Michael Hyatt. And I know this because I've had several thousand people reach out to me and tell me I heard about you through Michael Hyatt. And as I think about that, it's fun for me to think about just how much of a blessing it was to have Michael Hyatt first come to hear about me. And I actually know 
how Michael first heard about me. And I just researched it today uh, to find out the exact date, but it was on January 12th, 2012, my great friend Dan Miller sent me an email uh, and the email had multiple things that we were going back and forth about, but he he also added this note, and it's this is word for word quote from an email that Dan Miller sent to me on January twelfth, two thousand twelve. He says, "Michael Hyatt spent the afternoon out here on Friday. He's hot to start doing a podcast and should be contacting you if he hasn't already." I told him I know nothing about the technology. He's met with someone about producing his show, but apparently they did not cover equipment. Michael's a great guy with a very large audience. All right, now, let me tell you something. Prior to that, I had only heard the name Michael Hyatt maybe five or six times, and all five or six of those times was hearing that name mentioned by Dan Miller in his podcast. He, he would say, you know, my friend Michael Hyatt, who happens to be the CEO and chairman of Thomas Nelson Publishing, and, and so it's like, okay, Thomas Nelson Publishing, Christian Publishing Company, he's the CEO or chairman, and it's like, okay, that's a pretty big deal. That's cool. And he told several stories about Michael Hyatt and and just different things as examples of, of stories to help give some insight and wisdom to people who were asking Dan Miller questions. So that's the only thing I'd ever heard about Michael Hyatt. And also Dan was always talking about Michael's blog. But he always spoke in great highest regard and you could just tell that this is somebody that in Dan's mind is a peer and also uh, a, a leader and influencer in this online business world uh, or the online blogging world anyway. And so uh, when he told me, hey, Michael Hyatt was over here this afternoon and I think he'll be contacting you if he hasn't already, that was a huge deal for me. I knew how big of a deal it was. And he's like, Cliff, he, the guy's, he's a great guy. And he says, with a very large audience. And well, shortly after that, I, I mean, sure enough, Michael Hyatt actually became one of my clients. And since then, we've become very close personal friends. I've had many other opportunities come up in my life directly as a result of that. Um, I, you know, speaking at all of the platform conferences that Michael Hyatt did, uh, introduce him, introducing me to his then business partner, Ken Davis, uh, which of course has had a profound impact in my life for those who've been following along very many years or for at least the past two years, you've probably heard me mention Ken Davis's name several times, but anyway, it's just the blessings that, that come from just one person who listens to your show. It's one person you're connected to, Dan Miller, who then connects you to Michael Hyatt, who then connects you to David Delp and thousands of other people. Uh, You just never know. You just never know. And so it's fun for me to learn how people are are learning about you and to kind of draw, it sounds kind of crazy, but a family tree of how people actually, you know, learn about you through how they learn, you know, and not only that, I, I know how Dan Miller learned about me, uh, you know, through Andy Traub and yeah, I, I have, I, I can draw it all back, you know, it, for a lot of people anyway, and I care about that stuff. All right. So yeah, that's the next thing. That was the next thought. Now here's the next thought that came to my mind from David's email. And it's, uh, it says here that um, David first came to me and my podcast for technical aspects related to podcasting. He's interested in launching a podcast. However, when he tragically lost his wife, he continued to listen, even though he 
put all podcasting desires on hold on on the side and rightfully so i mean what a tragic thing and my heart goes out to him even though this was several years ago it's still i can't even imagine you know stephanie and i have been married for the last 20 years now and to have what did he say i think he said his wife of uh 33 years i I have to go back in the email but um let's see here anyway but yeah the thing is he's lost his wife after all that time i can't even imagine but he still continued to listen to my podcast and at the time it was very much podcast answer man you know it wasn't until earlier this year 2016 that I rebranded this podcast to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And I wondered, would people who came to me with the desire to learn information and tips and techniques about podcasting, would they continue to listen if I went a little bit into a different direction from time to time with the content that I create? What if I talked a little bit about my online business journey? What if I talked a little bit about my personal fitness? What if I talked about something else? So... Um, what what would happen if I change this thing to the Cliff Ravenscraft show and not the podcast Answer Man podcast? And well, I I I'm excited to learn that like David, many other people continue to listen. And I love what he says. Like, listen, maybe I was trying to keep the dream alive about podcasting. And I know there are some some of you who like David have been listening for five years or more, and you've had this dream of creating a podcast, and you still haven't done it yet, but you listen to my show maybe to keep the dream alive. And I I love what David said next. He says, maybe I just needed to hear a familiar voice. And I know a lot of you who have told me that. Uh, and, and by the way, this isn't just you guys and me, but I listened to Father Roderick Von Hogan to hear a, a, fr- a familiar voice. I listened to my friend uh, Leo Laporte in his podcast, several of his podcasts, and when he's not there and he has other people take over for him, I oftentimes will delete the episode and move on. Uh, I, I've actually grown to know some of his uh, panelists on some of his podcasts because his podcasts mostly have panel discussions. I've grown to know them and hear them as familiar voices but over, over time. But yeah, th- that's very much why I listen to the podcast that I listen to. I listen to Ray Edwards because I like to hear a familiar voice. I listen to my friend Mark Mason, who you hear on this podcast every now and then. Uh, I listen to him because I, I I love the familiar voice. I hear Pat Flynn because it's a familiar voice. And there's so much about podcasting that is being a familiar voice for your your audience to listen to and to be there, to be consist to be a consistent part of their lives. That's awesome stuff right there. Anyway, he says, maybe, this is something David said, he says, maybe I just was drawn to your struggles for redefinition and reaching for the next level. And I just want to say that I'm honored that I can be all of these things for folks, you know, and I think it really speaks to the power of podcasting. You know, he says, it's funny that you start listening to a guy to learn how to podcast and you start going on a life's journey with him. Wow. Think about that. You start listening to a guy's podcast to learn how to podcast, and then you end up going on a life journey with him. And that's how David feels about his listening to this podcast for nearly five years, that he's joined me personally, Cliff Ravenscraft, in my journey of life. Wow. I love that. Anyway, 
I was thrilled to hear how David maintained his hope uh, after experiencing such a loss. You know, I found this email encouraging to me personally, that he was able to love again, that he was able, uh, that he met his new wife, and that he and his new wife together, both of them planning for the launch of a brand new podcast that will in no doubt encourage and inspire others who have gone through a similar difficult circumstances in their lives. And so, wow, it, it's a couple years down the road that he's launching this thing, but it's finally going to take place. And so David's email is a re- reminder for me that it, you know, it's a journey. It takes a journey for people oftentimes to find the right podcast for them. You might be going into this thinking, oh, this is exactly what I'm going to podcast about. I'm excited about it. And for whatever reason, I've noticed in a lot of a lot of ways, uh, in a lot of different people's stories, their first podcast isn't really the one that their quote unquote, if I can say meant to do. I, I don't know if that's a little too strong of the language, but because I'm very cautious about how I communicate those things, I, it's not like I'm thinking that everybody has to be called to a specific message, but maybe they do. I don't know. Anyway. But I, I think it takes some people a journey to get to that place. And and oftentimes you just need to start. And at least in David's case, he did start. He bought the equipment. He he laid down a couple uh, test recordings and he thought that they were good. And he had an idea of what that podcast was going to be. And then that tragedy happened in his life. And now a couple years later, he's, he has, he's not, he's not lost what he learned when he first started. And he's ready to he's ready to pick up where he left off, but he now understands after going through this journey that you know what his purpose for podcasting it's different than when he started, and he, and he gets it. I love that. Anyway, and then of course David's email also speaks to getting beyond your fears and moving forward with your podcast. He says we are scared that no one will care. We and we're even more scared that whether or not we'll be consistent. But we're going to do it. We have to. And I love that mindset. Yeah, it is scary. And you know what? There's a possibility at first nobody will care. But somebody will. I promise you. Keep doing it. Uh, And he says, I'm scared that we'll be consistent. I got to tell you, you have to be consistent. Continue to move forward. I mean, now there is a a case where you go and you put it out and you do it for, you know, let's just say you do 10, 15, 20 episodes. And he's like, okay. I'm just not feeling it. Okay, well then try something different. Maybe do a different podcast on a different topic. You know, leave that one alone and just move in a different direction and see if that does it. But here's the thing. You have to be consistent before people will care. You you know, and it's consistency that allows you to be the familiar voice for people to depend on. And I love that. So I love the fact that even though he's scared, that whether or not people will care that he's even producing this. And you know what? At first, you may have some really low numbers, you know, 20 people downloading per episode. That's 20 people. What if those 20 people are Dan Miller and Michael Hyatt and David Delp? If if I had those three people downloading this show every week, I'd be super excited about that. And so eventually, over time, be consistent. People will care because... There are oftentimes, my friend Ray Edwards said this recently in a, in a Facebook Live video that he did. He's like, listen, your voice may be the only voice that some people respond to. 
And so don't worry about whether or not other people have content that are in, is in the same industry, teaching the same, same things. It may be the way that you teach it that reaches them and that they really care about. All right, and then of course, David's closing remarks remind me again why I've produced all the podcast episodes that I have produced over the years. He says, Cliff, thank you for being one of my friends through tough places. I don't even know why I feel that way. I guess it speaks to the power of podcasting and the power of authentically sharing your life. You have helped me. You have made a difference in my life. You don't know me, but you are my friend. David, thank you so much for your email. Thank you again also for allowing me to share your email with my audience. I have no doubt that people will be positively impacted by this message. In fact, if you guys wanna let me know, you wanna leave a comment on how you felt about this episode, 479, go over to podcastanswerman.com slash 479. Now, if it's more than 30 days and the comments happen to be closed, you can always uh, send me an email after that at cliff at podcastanswerman.com. And by the way, if you've been listening to this podcast for several years and you've never once taken the time to email me and let me know, please send me an email, cliff at podcastanswerman.com. I'd love to get to know you and be sure to tell me how you first heard about me because I like to know that too. All right, and and by the way, just, you know, it, it's not very often that I get two awesome emails such as this in the same week. Uh, it happens from time to time. But I also got another email from Eric Nevins and his was uh, inviting me to be a guest on his podcast, which I have put him on my list of people that I will do uh, interviews with uh, the next time I open some blocks of time. I'm delighted to be his future guest in his podcast. But uh, Eric opened his email um, with inviting me to a show with this message. And so I want to share this opening to his email. He says, uh, let's see here. When I discovered podcasts a few years ago, it wasn't long before the trail led to the podcast answer man. From my cubicle, I listened to people like Pat Flynn, Michael Hyatt, and John Lee Dumas, and all of them mentioned you. Podcast Answer Man was added to the rotation, and it wasn't long before you were in my top five must-listens every week, just like your oft-stated goal. I've listened to your transformation with health, growth in your business this year, and your spiritual story when you've shared that. Even though I initially listened for the information about podcasts as I dreamed about my own show, it was it was you that really drew me in. The way you give yourself grace and accept things that aren't always perfect but are from your heart inspires me to live more from my heart too. If nothing more comes from this email than you knowing that you're making an impact in my life, that's enough. Thank you for your authenticity. Well, Eric, thank you so much. I I can't wait to be a guest on your podcast and thank you for that very awesome email. Just wanted to share that as another reminder, folks. Be authentic. You never know whose friend you're going to be that familiar voice for. It's gonna be awesome. Anyway, uh, I mentioned a service earlier today and I've mentioned it years ago in this podcast, I'm sure, but uh, the last two weeks, last week and this week, I've gone back to using Workflowy. 
uh, for my podcast outline. Now, I'm still using my iPad Pro with GoodNotes 4. I have a notebook in there that uh, I keep an idea of, hey, what kind of things are am I going to talk about in this week's episode? And so inside of there, I, I just wrote, I want to definitely share David Dale's email. I want to share Eric's email. I want to talk about Workflowy. And I also want to tell people about my podcast newsletter. So those are all things that I wrote down in uh, my GoodNotes 4 notebook on my iPad Pro, which is, you know, goes with me practically everywhere. But um, then when I'm getting ready to record the episode or before I record the episode, I like to create an outline of what it is I'm going to share in the podcast. And I do that in Workflowy. And in fact, that leads me to my next thing. I want to share with you how things are going with my podcast development newsletter. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, I announced, I think it was about five weeks ago, I told you guys that now that I'm over on uh, con- uh, yeah, ConvertKit for my email, I have created my weekly newsletter. And this is something that is automated. Uh, it doesn't matter when you sign up. If you sign up uh, today, uh, the very next Friday after you sign up, you'll get my week one podcasting tip. And that tip is how to get your podcast to show up in more search results inside of the iTunes podcast directory. If you'd like to know that, <laughs> be sure to sign up for my newsletter. Uh, then for anybody who's been on my mailing list, uh, newsletter mailing list for two weeks, the second tip that comes out is tips on making a great first impression with your podcast artwork. The third week will uh, help encourage any of you who are struggling with a little bit of imposter syndrome, your fear that maybe uh, you're not good enough to share as an expert or an influencer or somebody of wisdom and knowledge in whatever your field of interest is. Maybe you're afraid that other people out there are already covering that topic well and and they know more than you, so what do you have to add? If you've ever felt that way, it's called the imposter syndrome is what we call it. And I talk about in week three of my email newsletter, how to avoid or get over imposter syndrome. Week number four is a demonstration and explanation of what Workflowy is. And so if you get if you sign up today uh, and you, may, you stay on my email list uh, for four weeks without unsubscribing from it, then you will get to week four where I have this video. And I'm literally, I, I take you through episode 478 of my podcast and not the whole podcast, but just a glimpse of it. I, I, I kind of edited down to, I think about two minutes of the recording total, but you actually see Workflowy on the screen as I'm clicking through and using that outline to remind me and keep me on track of exactly what it is I want to say or share in my podcast. I don't do scripts, although that is the episode 478 was pretty close to a transcript, but it, it or, or yeah, it was not a full script for me, it, but it was one of the, the closest. Today's episode is nowhere near that, but I am using Workflowy and I want to share with you guys what a valuable tool Workflowy has been for me over the years and I'm glad that I, I'm back to using it again and it's because of the newsletter and you know wanting to come up with a tip of the week for last week that that I wanted that I actually decided to start using it again and I'm glad I am I, I don't know why I got away from it but it's uh, definitely helpful uh, for outlining your podcast 
So yeah, take that, check that out. And as far as what is on week five for the folks who have been on my mailing list from the very beginning, well, that email tip will come out tomorrow. And guess what? Authentically, I'm going to share with you, it is a lot of work to come up with these tips. I already have the topics for the whole year planned out. But as far as how I'm going to write them, am I going to record a video tutorial to go along with it? All of that stuff is decided week by week by week. And it's now 9 o'clock in the evening as I'm recording. And I have not yet put that together. And guess what? As soon as I'm done here, I'm not even going to put this episode out directly. I'm heading to the gym with my wife. My wife and I decided, well, I, I decided to sleep in earlier today when my wife decided that she did not want to do our cardio workout as planned in the morning. She said, can we do that tonight? And I'm like, sure, we can do that tonight. So I'm going to finish recording here in just a second. And then I'm going to the gym to work out for probably at least an hour and do some cardio. And by the time I'm finished at the gym, if I'm tired when I go in, I'm going to be wide awake when I get back. And I will come back and, you know, do a little bit of editing on this podcast because there are a couple spots when I was reading emails that I want to go back and, and uh, you know, edit out some things where I restarted a, a sentence here and there. And then I will publish this episode. And then tonight I will not go to bed until I come up with the newsletter that is due to go out at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. So, hey, that's how things are from time to time. And that's how things are right now. But if you want to get these valuable tips that I'm sharing every single week, they're the best tips, tools, technology, uh, techniques, everything. Everything that's the best advice I've given over the past 10 years of helping thousands of people successfully launch podcasts, I'm giving away free valuable advice every single week on my podcast newsletter. Head over to podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter to sign up. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter. All right. And by the way, (laughs) I'm addicted to using Kajabi uh, for creating landing pages. And uh, that matter of fact, if you're interested, the as of and I don't see myself doing any further updates to the newsletter of what I did tonight. Um, I just created it because I knew I was going to promote podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter, which forwards you to the landing page that I created with Kajabi. But um, anyway, I I created it right before I hit record tonight because I knew I was going to mention this in my podcast tonight. So literally, the the page that I created at podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter took me five minutes total, and that includes recording the video and multiple shoots of the video before I got my message uh, the way that I wanted it. But, uh, it, you know, it's, it's not perfect. It's not the most excellent, wonderful landing page in the world. But you know what? It's, it is, it's better than just a page on my site with a form, which is what I used to have. So head over to podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter. And by the way, for the, you know, for those of you who are getting these newsletter items every single week, if you think they're extremely valuable, uh, and and you know some people out there that might be interested in podcasting, uh, feel free to uh, go into Facebook or whatever social media tool that you use most often and say, hey guys, if you're looking, if you're ever thinking about doing a podcast or you have an existing podcast, I highly encourage you to check out this newsletter from Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, where he's giving away his best tips, 
tools, techniques, advice that he's ever given away for free every Friday on his newsletter. And and then just put the link podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter. And if you do that in, in Facebook or on Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever, when you put the link podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter, it will automatically pull up um, a special, you know, uh, it's a special card, if you will, that has a, an image and everything that's in there and, and lots of these things. So it's awesome stuff. Thank you guys so much for being a part of that. Thank you so much for tuning in every week, listening to me here, sharing my journey, the things that I'm learning to take my own business, my own life and my own message to the next level. Oh, yeah. And one other thing, very important. If you are ready to get off the fence and launch your podcast, my next session of podcasting A to Z does start on Monday, January 2nd. It's just a couple weeks away. Uh, if you go to podcastinga2z.com, been working on that landing page as well. In fact, if you haven't been there in a while, even if you've already gone through podcasting A to Z, go and check out podcastinga2z.com. One of the things that I'm most excited about is that Um, the one area I focused on is adding a lot of tutorials that have been given to me over the years that I've never done anything with, not tutorials, testimonials. That's what I meant to say. I'm not editing that out. But anyway, um, podcasting a to Z dot com currently has 60 testimonials, six zero, not 16, 60 authentic, real, genuine testimonials from people. Uh, Go and check out, read what they're saying. If you're thinking about launching a podcast, go to podcastinga2z.com to register. And sure, you can watch the video at the top. Eventually, I'm gonna replace that with a little bit more of an authentic, just, hey, here's my course, this is what it's about. And But more than anything, skip the video at the top and just go down and read the testimonials. The testimonials alone should convince you of the value of working with me for four weeks as your podcast coach. Whether you have a podcast already or you wanna take your existing efforts to the next level, I want to be your coach in my next session of Podcasting A to Z starting Monday, January 2nd. I'm done. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Podcast. Add some man.